When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Surprising amount of correspondence regarding the recorders and hot cross buns. And what was the correspondence that you received the most? Um, Well, they're just a bunch of different stories. Here is, uh, this one is my favorite. This is a message I got on Instagram. It says, oh, here is a story about a recorder. I am not sure why I picked this moment in seventh grade to become a rebel, but... We were going to learn the recorder in my seventh grade science class. And for some reason. Science. Yep. For some reason, I was insulted that we were expected to play this stupid recorder when we were supposed to be learning science. And I refused to participate. Seventh grade me made a big scene about it. And my USMC, United States Marine Corps Colonel, Dad had to come to the school and talk to the principal. We negotiated that I would try it for two weeks, and then I could supposedly not participate if I didn't like it. I waited, and then I had that moment, and I got kicked off patrols. But my dad said he would always defend me as long as I showed integrity. So, yeah, no hot cross buns for me. (laughs) I had someone, and this is a perspective I did not think of, Someone said in our Facebook group that they're a teacher and I didn't even think about how annoying it must be to teach the recorder because then you have class after class and it's all you hear all day is like the hot cross buns thing. And I wrote this woman back. I was like, I did not even think about what it must be like for you. And she was like, so my solution was to switch to ukuleles because she's like, I think it's better for my mental health. And it really chills me out, which I thought was hilarious. And also like, how cool is it if your teacher brings in ukuleles and is like, yeah, we're playing the ukulele now because I'm sick of recorders. And because you're not jamming the ukulele in your mouth, the school probably supplies them, right? You don't have to buy your own. You have a school-supplied ukulele. Why is, would ukuleles be different than recorders? Because the recorders, you had to buy your own because everybody was putting their little spit face on it. Oh. That's why you had to buy yeah, your you own. Yeah, you kept making a point about the buying their own, and I'm like, but why? Why are you? Got yeah, it. but a ukulele, everybody could use that. Um, and then this provides a little bit of context about why people are learning hot cross buns in fourth or fifth grade. Um, And this is, I think this is a cut and paste from a bigger article, but this woman who I believe is either a principal or a teacher sent this to me. And it's such a great point. says a lot of education is simply having the opportunity to discover what you love to do. And many people end up loving to play instruments and they use this skill to express their inner beauty in the deepest way possible. The recorder could be a great first instrument. The early steps are easy to navigate and the song Hot Cross Buns 
is about the easiest song to start with because there's only three notes. True. So. I do like that. And I'm like a yay music in schools person because I think it's so important. So yay recorders and hot cross buns. Out of a whole class of people that learns to play hot cross buns on the recorder, some will go from that very first step of discovery to enjoy musical participation for a lifetime. I love that. So it's great perspective. And then it also says, it goes on, you know, it's very long, but at the end it's like, I mean, think about it. Millions of people are required to take algebra and calculus and trigonometry, and some of those millions are going to get through life just fine, only using the basic math they learned up until eighth grade. And I'm like, that's so true. Wow. Yeah. So there is a reason for hot cross buns. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for a good pillow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for leggings. It is Friday, which means we're doing a scale of 1 to 10 check-in to force ourselves to really evaluate how we actually feel instead of brushing it off and saying things like, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. How was your week? It was good. It was good. By putting it on a scale of 1 to 10, you actually have to quantify it. Yes. You can't just get away with a, a hot or cold. It's not just a binary, a 1 or a 0, a yes or a no. It's an actual scale. I can't wait until we can start. Um, Ellie can start responding because I'm not going to say how was school. Because I remember my mom used to always ask me, how was school? I'm like, fine. Right. Good. You did that to me too. You're like, how was work? I was like, fine. So should I ask you on a scale of one to 10, how work was that day? Yeah, I actually think that you should. And you'd get a more colorful, colorful answer. Um, I asked Ellie today how... Her day was going on a scale of one to 10. Oh, you did? Yeah. She responded with Dada. Oh, okay. So that's like a 12. Yeah. And then a little while later, I asked her again and she responded with a no. So that solid is. Solid day for Ellie James. It's a solid day. Where are you on a scale of one to 10? Um, I am a nine. I love it. I'm a nine. I'm I really always get good. So, I get so nervous when you answer because sometimes I think you're really good and then you throw a six at me and, I, and then I feel bad because I'm like, how did I miss the signs? The six. I was ignoring you all week. I had no idea you were a six, um, which is the value of this check-in. No, I am good. I am exhausted. I have had a marathon of a two weeks just for whatever reason. It's like everybody was like, hey, can we schedule this? Like, this week and it lasted for two weeks. Today is the last day of my crazy two weeks. So I'm really excited about that, but I am beat. You know what I I think is screwing? Because I've heard a lot of people talk about that. It's happened to you. I think it's happened to you the past couple of weeks. It happened to me a month or two ago. And I had somebody else remark that they everything was in such a rhythm for last year, for the year 2020 and for the first few months of 2021, like a rhythm of working from home, 
you know, everybody's isolated, staying in their little pods, whatever, all that. They're just in the rhythm. And people forgot how to budget time. And then now people are being invited places, going back to the office, work, school activities, sporting events, all concerts, whatever, the you know, you're putting on your calendar. People are forgetting that, like, it takes time to drive places. See, I have different theories. Okay. Okay. Here are my two theories. Theory number one is that it feels as though in my life, things are starting to get back to somewhat of a normal. So at work, people are coming back into the building. People are more willing to go do things. So everybody's like, we got to schedule stuff. Let's schedule stuff oh, now yeah. and whatever. And that's a good point. People are just like excited to have meetings. Right. They're just like, let's do all of the things because we can. And like, it's all happening right now. I also think that people are scared of November and December because November and December is when we all take our focus off of everything else and focus on the holidays. So they're trying to cram everything. They're trying to cram all the business before. Cause I mean, I don't know about other industries, but I feel like I worked in music for 10 years and the time between like, as soon as people started going on Thanksgiving break, the year was essentially over. Yeah. Like it was harder to get in touch with people. No one's doing deals anymore. I don't know if it's like that in every industry, but when I worked in music, yeah, it was like, so I think that people just try to cram everything in before quote unquote the holidays. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, Jeff dollar scale one to 10. How are you? I am a nine and a half. And the only reason I'm not a 10 is because I feel like a 10 needs to be reserved for like a super, super special occasion. Um, hi, a super, super special occasion is your daughter's first Halloween followed by her birthday. That's, but that's part of next week. That's not the week that just passed. That's Mm. part of next week. And then next weekend, we're probably going to have some plans to celebrate both her birthday and my birthday. Oh, so you're not really reserving it for Ellie's birthday. You're reserving it for your birthday. No, it's going to be a double celebration (laughs) weekend. Uh huh. Okay. So that's going to be the ten. So I need to. I can't. I can't be a ten now and then be an eleven next week. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I got to go with nine five right now. Nine five. All yeah. Right. But things are. Everything's good. No complaints. So uh, we have over the next couple of weeks, and I, and 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 I don't know if there's going to be a lot of updates in like the next ten days. I guess it's only a week. In the next week, there might not be a lot of updates, but I'm going to share a story now that Callie and I just learned of the other day so we can all take this journey together. And then in like two weeks, we're going to have an update to this story, and it's either going to be the greatest love story of all time or it's going to be a... Or someone might be dead. die by ocean yeah. death. Yeah. Now... I, are you going to tell it as it happened to us? Like take us all into the living room and we're sitting around the table, just casually talking. Yeah. We haven't seen, I mean, we've seen the stage. We've seen T-Bird a few times um, recently, but like we haven't really had a chance to sit down and talk with her and catch up. And she came over to the house the other night. We're sitting in the living room and, uh, we're just, we're having a catch up. We're just like 
seriously what's been going on in the past six months of your life. And she's get she's getting us all updated on uh, her work. You know, she she's a realtor in addition to helping us with with um, upside stuff. So she's talking to us about the the real estate stuff that she's doing. She's telling us about her daughters. She's telling us about going to see friends. Um, and then uh, Callie says, "Well, how about how's the love life? How's single life? Are you dating? What's going on?" She goes, "I have." A first date in a couple of weeks that's going to be pretty interesting. And we're, and no, she doesn't even say interesting. She's like, so I have a first date coming up. And then we're like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. That's so cool. Tell us about him. And then there's like this little silence. And she's like, well, it's going to be an interesting date. They're going on a cruise together. Their first date is a, I think it's like a five day, four night cruise in well it doesn't matter how long it is they're going to be stuck on the ocean on a vessel yeah for a date and i looked at her and i was looking i'm very happy for t-bird but i was i looked at her and she knows this we have a mutual understanding about dateline situations like before she goes on a date she'll text me and tell me where she's going and where she's supposed to be and then she'll text us when she gets home and stuff like that so the fact that she just casually dropped that she's going to be on a boat, yeah. unable to escape from said person for five days. I mean, my jaw dropped and I looked at her. I'm like one dateline lover to another. What? Are, what? Now you're so dark about that. You, you want, you listen to too many crime. No, I'm appropriate because for me, the issue is not that harm is going to befall her. The issue for me is this first date is going to take place in a room. You've been on a cruise before, right? Have you taken a cruise before? I have. Um, the rooms are tiny. Right. Tiny. Mm -hmm. With tiny little bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And that's where they're going to be living together. Mm -hmm. Right? Did we clarify that? Like, did we say, is it the same cabin? Maybe it's Maybe they're separate cabins. I think I'm pretty sure it's that's nuts because your first date, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to hear all the bathroom stuff. You're going to all the, it's just all, it's small. It's that's nuts, but we don't want to talk her out of it because it's going to be a great story to pick up. You know, I think she's going the first, uh, week of November. Like I think she's, I think she said it's like November. We don't want to talk her out of going of her, of going on her, you know, cruise to death potentially, but it makes for really good content. So Jeff's encouraging her to go. I hope the name of the ship that she's going on is the destiny. Oh, so you're, you're believing in love. Yeah. What if it is the love boat? That would be good too. You don't like that as much as destiny. Well, I don't know. I th- I don't know that the love boat is is love boat is relevant anymore. Everybody knows what the love boat is. I've never seen it. You've never seen an episode of Love Boat? No, oh I don't gosh. even know what it is. Is it a game show? Is it a I don't know. No, it was a sitcom type dra- half drama, half sitcom and it was terrible. Was it on a boat? Yeah. And it was about the crew, the captain and the social well, coordinator terrible, and all that. But everyone's still talking about it. Good point. So we'll keep you updated on um, T-Bird's love life over the next week or two.
It is Free Stuff Friday, and this week we are giving away a $100 gift card to Thrive Market. Now that Halloween is upon us, our attention is going to turn toward the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays and entertaining, having people over to the house, maybe a New Year's party. So maybe you just want to put some food on your table. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Thrive Market makes it so easy. We are proud to endorse them on this show because Callie and I um, do our shopping, a lot of our shopping through Thrive Market. Deliver the groceries right to your doorstep. So get ready for the holiday season with 100 bucks to spend at Thrive Market by texting the word THRIVE. To 800-434-5454. We have said something, Callie, over the past year that I am now questioning that whether we should ever say it again. Okay. We have referred to Ellie as a pandemic baby because she came into the world right at the in the meat of a global pandemic. Of a global pandemic. So she her first year of her life was people sorting out how they're going to live in this pandemic. It's to me, that word is not, it's not a negative word. No, it doesn't mean like it, it's not nasty. I saw a video that was shared online of a baby, a fellow pandemic baby who is meeting a dog for the first time. So this kid was like a year and a half old. And the family doesn't have pets. Mm -hmm. They were super locked down for whatever reason. This kid had never met a dog. Well, I don't know why I said super locked down for whatever reason. They were locked down. Whatever. Global pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So they're locked down. The kid never met a dog. It's a video of a kid meeting a dog for the first time. And the caption was, my pandemic baby's meeting her first dog or his first dog. The comments, people outraged that she would refer to her child as a pandemic baby. Why? Um, my only assumption is that if you don't have a, like, I, like the word pandemic is not a good word, right? Like, it's not a fun word. Like, it's not like, yay, beach or carnival or circus. It's like, oh, this is a big deal. You know what I mean? So maybe... That word is so negative that pairing it with baby. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. You have. And here's why I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. I have when Ellie has been around other babies or even like we saw a woman at a restaurant last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she said the term my COVID baby. Like it's kind of like a little tongue-in-cheek joke because all of the kids in that age group has have kind of been through something similar of being introduced. I mean, everybody's been through different experiences, but the kids in that age group are kids that don't know any better, you know? They don't know any different because their entire life has been the pandemic. So like I haven't heard, I don't think I've said pandemic baby, like COVID baby. Um, but that's just kind of like a tongue in cheek term that I've heard a bunch of people say, I don't have kids Ellie's age. I don't disagree with you, but my wonder, what I'm wondering is if you don't have a relationship with a kid, a baby 
right? Who was born during this year and a half, two year period or, or whatever. It, it, does it sound offensive? I'm not kidding when I tell you if there were 500 comments on this post, 400 of them were people saying, why would she call her baby that? I can't believe she's calling her baby a pandemic baby. And it just makes me wonder if, if, if we're completely missing something. I don't think so. I hope not because I am going to need a way to describe Ellie. If she grows up as weird and antisocial as I do, it's not, Oh, she's just like her dad. Tis the season of food, or for me, the season of pie, and it is time to break out the Thanksgiving pants. If you know, you know. Or in this case, let's break out the Thanksgiving underwear. Me Undies is here with the softest and stretchiest undies in the game, so you can be ready for seconds and thirds. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin, it's about feeling comfortable in your skin, even post Thanksgiving dinner. MeUndies has a ton of styles and prints to choose from, and the underwear is so, so comfortable. The hipster style has become a go-to for me because it is so soft. I wear them to bed all the time, and you are going to love them during that Thanksgiving nap. With both adventurous prints and basic staples to choose from, there are plenty of ways to match everyone in the family and give your gratitude some attitude this Thanksgiving season with MeUndies. They have undies and loungewear made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are perfect for everything from pre-dinner activities to post-dinner naps. Seriously, you're not even going to care that the turkey's a little dry with undies this comfortable. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL in tons of styles, prints, and fabrics, MeUndies has a little something for everyone at the table. MeUndies has a great offer for Upside listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has a promise. If you're not satisfied, with any products for any reason, you can return your order for a full refund within 45 days. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash upside. That's meundies.com slash upside. We use so much technology. Sometimes we just endure when it's not perfect. I have been wearing earbuds for a while now while I'm working, and I've noticed they actually start to hurt my ears. Then I discovered Ultimate Ears Fits. These earbuds actually custom mold to your ear, so they're pretty much made just for you. You do it all through an app. You just put them in your ear, and it does it automatically. But they're made just for you, and here's what's amazing. They are so comfortable and they sound so good. You will forget they are in there. It's just like a concert is happening in your head because the technology they use is trusted by musicians and hi-fi enthusiasts. It's really top level technology. So they sound great. They've got an eight hour battery life and they're so comfortable. It's called Ultimate Ears Fits. If you're serious about your sound, you want to get your hands on the Ultimate Ears Fits. And if you know somebody who's serious about their sound, this is a perfect holiday gift. If you try Fits and don't love them as much as I do, no worries. Ultimate Ears has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Plus, you'll get free shipping, free returns, and a one-year warranty. For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of Ultimate Ears Fits True Wireless Earbuds. Go to ue.com slash fits and use promo code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 15% off with promo code UPSIDE at ue.com 
slash fits. I peruse the Rothy's website more than I should probably admit because they always are introducing new styles and they have different bags and oh my gosh, new colors. And they're so good. And I love seeing what they're launching now. For the third year in a row, Rothy's launched a fall collection of merino wool styles. And seriously, what says fall like soft plush merino wool? I fell in love with a gorgeous pair of merino loafers. They are so cute and they're machine washable. Here's what's also awesome about Rothy's. They're incredibly comfortable and unlike most flats, you can literally take them out of the box, put them on your feet and go about your day. You completely forget you're wearing new shoes because they're that comfortable from the get go. To help you welcome ball season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time. Right now, you can get $20 off your purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find your new favorites today. Today's quote of the day. Experience is simply the name we give our mistakes. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. My first random thing is... How old is too old to be trick-or-treating? In general, people believe that the trick-or-treat age should be strictly 12 and under, and there are even cities and towns that have a trick-or-treat law that have an age limit on trick-or-treating. That's The law is to no, that's overreach. 12 and under, I can get behind, but if you're... Uh, th- I- I just remember kind of growing out of it naturally. Like it wasn't like a mandate. It was like my friends aren't doing that anymore. Right. So it becomes like a little kid holiday. Right. And you've outgrown it. It's like the kids table at a holiday meal. Right. You're like, why do I have to say the kids table? It's like, you know, so. I think that and isn't the regular, isn't the way that um, trick or treating works is you do it up to age, whatever until your friends aren't doing it, you know, 11 or 12, let's say, right. Then you take a couple years off. Then when you're like 15 or 16, you're like, Hey, let's go trick or treating. And you just put on like a sheet and goes a ghost or like a mask. You have like just a mask, but like with jeans and a t-shirt. Right. And then you do it. And then you're like, wait a minute, this is so not as fun as I remember. (laughs) I am too old for this. And then you never do it again. Right. And you have children and then you get to live vicariously <laughs> through children in your life yep, and steal their candy. Because that is a privilege of being an adult is stealing candy from children that you know. <laughs> Please don't steal random strangers candy. My second random thing is pediatricians say Halloween candy is not evil. Gorging on candy might give you a bellyache, but little else. For one thing, eating sugar does not cause wild behavior or hyperactivity in children. On the contrary, it actually shows that if anything, sugar will make them tired and act like a sedative. And oh, there are, I guarantee you right now that there are parents screaming that that is fake news. It's if you give a kid, haven't you ever seen a kid who is hyped up on sugar? Is it sugar or is it adrenaline Where does from the, whatever they were participating in? So like, are they jacked up on Halloween adrenaline from being all excited in their costume and whatever? I can't remember whose house. Candy doesn't make you tired. It makes me tired. Candy makes you tired? 
it doesn't hype me up. Like it doesn't give me, but I remember being at someone's house. I can't, somebody that we know and their kid was, was literally bouncing off the walls was just You know how sometimes a, a cat, your pet cat just decides they need to run from room to room to mm-hmm. room. This kid was doing that. And the parents explained that they let him have three cupcakes after dinner because it was somebody's birthday or something. So they're like, he's got three cupcakes worth of sugar running through him. Well, take it up with WebMD. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate, while it certainly has caffeine in it, the amount is really low and it would take six chocolate bars to equal the caffeine in one can of soda. And my third random thing is candy corn used to have a different name. Did you know this? I did not. It was called chicken feed and it was sold in a box with a chicken on it. And the which at the time, like now it's like, why would you do that? Um, at the time, it was very common because a lot of people were working in agriculture. And in the 1940s, after World War II, um, people were looking for cheaper Halloween candy alternatives. So they would buy candy corn. That's when it became popular. Now, I will say I feel like. Here's probably where the bad rap came. Well, no, I don't know. Cause it didn't say what year this happened, but national geographic, for those of you who hate candy corn, you will appreciate this once called candy corn, the Halloween equivalent of a fruitcake, <laughs> a holiday food that everybody has, but nobody eats false. I love candy corn. I know me too. And those are my three random things. Uh, we like to end every week with a beautiful human. And this week, the beautiful human is actually an organization. Uh, there is a disabled army veteran in Tennessee who lives on a farm. Her name is Stephanie Vasquez. She is a Purple Heart recipient. And she was injured, I believe, in Afghanistan. And this organization called Freedom Alliance gifted U.S. Army Sergeant Stephanie Vasquez with an all-terrain wheelchair so she can go wherever she wants on her farm. Mm -hmm. So the wheels on this wheelchair are actually like tank treads. That's awesome. Yeah, she was in Afghanistan in 2001, and that's where uh, she got injured. She has had a bunch of surgeries on her leg, on her spinal cord, and uh, they weren't able to save it, so they had to amputate the leg. The um, she has crutches and stuff, but when you think of you know a farm or a ranch or whatever you call it, it's difficult to get around there on crutches. So Freedom Alliance gifted her with this brand new wheelchair. Um, they have done a ton of stuff for veterans, and uh, the president of the organization, when asked why, um, he simply says. It's the least we can do for those who have sacrificed so much. So Freedom Alliance, you are beautiful humans. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. I know our Halloween plan with Ellie is to go over to the park because they're doing like a little 
kids trick or treating thing at like eight in the morning. <clears throat> yeah, for for kids for like, kids under two. Yeah, it's it's they have it divided up, so we got to be there like for breakfast. So hopefully they're they're handing out like hash browns, but. And I know we'll go. I'm sure your parents will come over. I don't have a bucket for her. Does she need a bucket? Because she's not really getting candy. Well, here's my question. So we'll go over to the little park thing and Mm -hmm. she'll get some candy there. And then we might go over to Chrissy's house. She lives close, right? I don't even know if she's around. I haven't even asked her. Hey, Chrissy, if you're listening to this, can we come over and spend Halloween with you? No, we don't want to spend Halloween. Well, I don't know. This we is my we want to show off our child. I know, but here's, can we go with Ellie to, to strangers' doors? Or can we only go to the doors of people we know? That weirds me out. I just want to go to people we know. Why does it weird you out? Because we're going to be... Because then people open the door. For someone so socially awkward, I think it's weird that you don't have a problem with your kid that can't, like, speak yet or do the whole trick-or-treating thing. To I cannot believe that you would want to go stand on a stranger's doorstep and be like, trick-or-treat. That's my question. I don't know what... We, I don't know what we do. I know, but I can't even believe it's, it's a question because that the to me game. sounds like your worst nightmare. It is, but the game has changed. Now I'm a dad. You're a dad with a kid that won't remember. So when does it happen? Next year, she won't be able to go to doors herself, will she? Next year, she won't be able to go, do- go to doors herself, but she'll maybe she'll will be living in a cool neighborhood and she'll have like neighborhood friends and there'll be a party and she'll just walk around and follow them around. Okay. But we wouldn't go to the door with her? She won't even be two. No, I don't think until they get the motions, I think it's just like weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So we, we can go- push her in a wagon. So we have I, the Keens wagon. We could just stick her in the wagon and wheel her around. I, but you're my question is about going to doors. Yeah, I say hard pass. Really? I think it's weird. Hey, Jeff and I really want candy. Your kid can't <laughs> eat it yet, but you can give us candy. <laughs> Put it in my purse, (laughs) trick-or-treat. That's a good point. They're going to know the candy's not for the kid. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Grace. I'm just calling to thank you so much for your um, show close this month. I actually had a breakthrough in therapy about my anxiety because of it. And I just really appreciate the messages that you're putting out in the world and um, how much your show, you know, changes lives. So thank you so much. It has changed mine. It, um, it was exciting that I was able to apply it to my life. Thank you again. Bye. You do not want to leave the treatment of skin conditions to somebody who is untrained. You don't want to just trust the person who works at the drugstore or maybe your friend whose cousin happens to be dating a woman who happens to be a dermatologist. No, you need your own board certified dermatologist helping you with acne or redness, dark spots, whatever it is you're dealing with. That's what Apostrophe does. They're a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medicines clinically proven to help clear acne. 
They're going to connect you with a board-certified dermatologist who's going to create a personalized treatment plan perfectly tailored to your skin. They've done it for me. They can do it for you. It's that easy. You go online, apostrophe.com slash upside. You take a quick little questionnaire, answer a few questions and a survey. It's very simple. Snap a few selfies. And then usually in less than 24 hours, you get an email from a board-certified dermatologist with your treatment plan. It's that simple. We have a special apostrophe deal for Upside listeners. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use code upside. This is only available to Upside listeners. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. And then use code upside to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only five bucks. That's A-P-O-S-T-R. O-P-H-E dot com slash upside and use the code word upside to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only five bucks. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Hey, I'm listening to episode 707 and I completely agree with Jeff. If it's a blustery, maybe because I'm from New York too, I think if it's cold wind kind of chilly day and I agree why would you say that in July so anyway even though we might be wrong I still agree have a great day happy birthday to me happy birthday to me happy birthday to me happy birthday to me hi this is Kristen from Austin Texas I'm calling in because um, I just listened to this segment regarding craving sugar um, and how you seem to sugar more whenever you have it readily available and then after a while it phases out. Jeff's instinct that it's a medical thing is completely correct. I'm a doctor and I just graduated with a master's in nutrition science and your gut bacteria, your microbiome, actually changes whenever you eat a lot of sugar and it actually hijacks your brain in a simplified way of explaining it and makes you actually crave more sugar so that the bacteria can keep living. Um, If you start eating more healthily, it kills off a lot of that bacteria that makes you crave sugar, hence why you won't reach for the sweets as much. Hope you all have a great day. Thanks so much. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Lori, and I'm calling the way in on two things, recorders and private schools. So I went to private school, Catholic school, um, almost my entire life from second grade through college. Um, So my school didn't have a middle school. We were a kindergarten through eighth grade school. And then in fourth grade, we did learn how to play the recorders. I don't remember hot cross buns, although maybe we did learn that. I do remember Sister Marietta teaching us how to play America the Beautiful on the recorder. And we didn't buy them. The school let us use old ones and they cleaned the mouthpiece. And that's what we had to use. Um, And also, with books, we did not have to buy books. I didn't have to buy any books until I went to college. So that's my story with private schools and recorders. Hope you have a great day. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie. This is Jen from Monroe, Georgia. Um, I'm listening to your show today on the elementary, middle school years, and I grew up like Jeff, in upstate New York, um, probably in the Catskill Mountain, Orange County, New York area. And my elementary school 
was kindergarten through fourth grade. Middle school was fifth through eighth. And then high school started at ninth grade. So, Jeff, you're not crazy. Maybe it's a New York thing. Um, Love the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Jeff, you crack me up. Every single time there is Supreme Court tally, you have to say something. For example, today's Supreme Court tally, you didn't understand the end of the email. It doesn't matter what you don't understand. It's all about Callie and her Supreme Courtness. So you just you, you need to let it go, man. This is all about Callie. And, yeah. You can't tell the human brain not to do something. What happens is we very often reinforce things when we put things in the negative. If you go through trees on skis and you go, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, don't hit a tree, guess what you're watching? You're only looking at trees, as opposed to follow the path, follow the path. The only thing you see is the path. It's literally perspective.